1: Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 9th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, it's uh it's Victory Monday.
0: A former beloved uh Chicago and Illinois icon swoops in to save the day for the Bears. Hail Mary. The Texans that- Texans win. Coach is surely going to be fired at the Bears. Bears not only have the most cap space of any team heading into the offseason. They also have been the first pick in the NFL draft. What a successful season.
1: That's pretty good. It played out exactly how you like started talking about in like October or something. I just want to have some entertaining games, all of which we lose and we end up with a great draft pick and it kind of played out perfectly. That looked fixed with that ball going through that Colts guy's hands into the Hail Mary. I mean, if you're a Colts, you lose, you get a better pick, right? I think they have their pick. And the Texans are in your division and all of a sudden lose the first round pick. Now the Bears have the first pick. And like
0: yeah, I think we could trade down twice. That's Texans, what I'm hoping.
1: The Texans need a quarterback. There's Rice Young, CJ Stroud, others. And they don't have the first pick and the Bears could trade it to somebody that needs a quarterback to just get a boatload of picks. What are well, the Texans doing? I, I
0: I'm I'm hoping that they trade down to, like, two or three and then trade down again.
1: Hey, they do a you, double trade down. That's a good, The Belichick, the BB. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're also going to
0: see if the fix is in for the pack. We're going to see how much the NFL wants the Packers in
1: tonight. I think sure, they're in be some, already. Good, some good they're calls in, already. in Lambeau. I mean, hey, I, I saw that today. You want to talk about the fix? Look, I did not, I did not give a shit about the Browns win, lose, or tie against the Steelers. This is not a situation of, you know, what's that drill tweet? Don't put it in the paper that I'm mad. I'm not mad. I really am not mad. But if you had bet on that game or you were like, I don't know who the Dolphins or Patriots had it like there were just phantom flags happening on every positive play for the Browns. And the Steelers are that kind of na- like. Incredible franchise, like amazing what they do. They were supposed to be terrible. I don't. I'm not mad they won, but th- it's like the Packers thing, name brand franchise. The ad- It was just bizarre stuff. Pass interference. Oh no! Wait. So Miles Garrett was off sides on this twenty yard sack. Like just flags coming out of nowhere when things started to go bad. It was insane, and I, there were zero stakes. I would. I, I was just watching via red zone. I did not care. But if I did, if I had money on that, I would have been furious. And I think it's sort of a Packers deal, Steelers, same similar kind of franchise. But uh, and it made it more interesting, I think, having all those games with implications. You know, had they lost, it, w- it would, you know, cancel out some implications. It was wild.
0: Bold, bold prediction here. Yeah, Bears are a playoff team next year.
1: Well, they got to go went, through well, Cleveland. They, <laughs> that's you know, right. we got all these people Bears, hitting
0: Bears, Browns next we got year. All these,
1: we got all these people hitting refresh, refresh, refresh here Sunday night looking for their NFL playoff schedule. And you and I just want to know what week that damn Bears-Browns game is next fall. We're probably the only people in the world, <laughs> the two only people in the world wanting to know what weekend that Bears-Browns game is. If they jam us again and put us on Ryder Cup weekend, we're going to be so we're pissed.
0: We're going to the Bears-Browns <laughs> if they jam us again. We're just going. <laughs> what is? what it is. It'll be over. We'll be done. We'll be done by the time the kickoff is. We'll be done with the Ryder Cup in Italy if we don't
1: go. That's true. We don't go. That's true. We may go to Italy. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. That's years long. We'll figure out our plans at some point, maybe the week before, whether we go. But if we're not in Italy, it's in Cleveland, correct? Bears might win the Super Bowl next year. The, all right. All right. All right. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Um. All right. Let's get to it. The fix was in, I think, at Kapalewa, too. Like, it was yeah. for the Steelers.
0: <laughs> Callaway, Callaway comes on air with their their hour free of the, commercial free. This
1: is the biggest.
0: Hold on. Like, this is not commercial. Are you free not going to compl- oh,
1: come on? Come you on. You're going to steps. You're going to complain about this? I'm
0: not going to complain. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it shouldn't be called commercial free, an hour commercial free, because it's an hour of, of, of Callaway commercial.
1: I mean, subtle, (laughs) subtle, and not so subtle brand placement. Yeah. Okay. So it It wasn't commercial. It
0: shouldn't be called commercial free. That's all I'm saying. Should be limited. I think it should be limited commercials. Limited Callaway paradigm commercials with a Y.
1: Well, the paradigm, you know, puppeteers called it in. They said we can't have this. You know what? I think it was a double. I saw you tweeting about. Did paradigm put in the fix? You know, we can't have this Morikawa stealth stealth coming in, swiping out, you know, stealth bombing our paradigm hour. And I thought it was also, you know, we saw some we saw some scuttlebutt, Max Homa. We got to change the name of this event. We could not have for the second time in as many times as it was a tournament of mostly champions, a non-champion winning, Colin Morikawa. Yeah. So this could have been a double fixes in. Where this name needs to stay. We can't have these mostly the the non-champions. I was all ready to tweet about how the non-champions, it's very clear the non-champions are playing with the ship on their shoulder at this event <laughs> when they show up. They got, you know, a little extra motivation, disrespect after Harris English, and now Colin Morikawa is non-winner. But I think the tour fixed it for the paradigm guys and, and the champions. They want to keep that name and they don't didn't want to have non-champion win it for the second time as many times. An absolute Um, perfect. I I mean, I feel horrible for Mark I legit do. I do. I I know there were some jokes at his expense about the way it went down, but this could not. It just uh, a Howitzer of an opener for the PGA Tour. A delightful, amazing weekend. We've already extolled the virtues of the specific event and the venue on Friday's episode, but the actual play. I wouldn't say it was like a dramatic conclusion at the very end but the final like 90 minutes to two hours is like this is this is what you want when you're like an nfl nfl sunday like you know the red zone channel this is what you want when you're like the nba cooking up like the dream matchup and having it play out to a game seven like it worked out great for the pga tour in the way it went down it was very dramatic compelling television
0: yeah i uh i mean there's nothing better television Kelloway commercial. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I, I think like the uh there's nothing more compelling in golf than the golf collapse. There's nothing it's, it's, it's like it's, up there in sports. It's a little macabre of,
1: to say, but yes. It, I think you're right.
0: It like this this wasn't Lexi Thompson because like you don't expect Morikawa to collapse. So it was a little bit more like <laughs>
1: Like Zinger might have, Zinger might have. <laughs> we gotta
0: talk about Zinger.
1: We'll get to the Zinger segment in a little bit. <laughs> Zinger to the whole great Sunday. God,
0: uh, I got texted ahead. by a friend of the program, and he texted me <laughs> about his girlfriend who doesn't want, doesn't know anything about <laughs> golf. who was just sitting in the room saying, why is that guy talking about pressure so much? (laughs) But
1: anyways, (laughs) Morikawa. My favorite one is goes, touch them all. (laughs) Touch them all. When he bladed it out of the bunker. (laughs) Like Albert Pujols hitting it off the train tracks. I mean, Touch we're here all. now. How about, he,
0: how about when he was professing that Morikawa needed to go see a short game guru, a weak-handed, a weak grip short game guru <laughs> like Jose Maria Othabo? I happened to be texting with somebody who would know this, and I go, does Jose Maria even teach? And he goes, no, he doesn't teach at all. It's like, yeah, we're just going to put Morikawa on a plane to Spain. Go see Jose Maria
1: because he
0: was good at chipping. He must know how to, how to teach chipping.
1: He does, but he just doesn't want to. This, you know, uh, yeah, it's like a, a chef. Like he doesn't want to cook anymore. He's just going to teach. Um, yeah, it was it was a dramatic it, the collapse. Look, I tweeted this, and I, I this explain this requires further explanation. Like golf is the slowest moving sport, right? There's so many times in between shots that we build up the stakes and drama and te- of whatever's happening in a way that like NFL NBA game you might not have the time like all of a sudden like whatever John Elway somebody's career is like defined by a certain play or a drive that you don't have the time to think about it until after with golf there's like time in between shots and the way <laughs> The way the narrative shifted on Colin Morikawa in about like I don't know from the ninth hole to the 18th hole, which is about two hours of look, people were stretching, reaching hard to say he was he had figured out how to putt and chip, and he was about to win ten times this year or five times this year. Like that was the narrative around this thing, and that was it was a narrative
0: since Friday.
1: Yeah, that was what was going to be written. Look out. And that wouldn't have been true either. But by the end of it, it's like, is he going to be Lexi Thompson every time he's like the next time he has a lead at a major or the next time he has a lead at anything? Like that's how far it shifted really fast, really fast is the narrative. And there's all that time between shots and the collapse is never slow. It's never it's never like, um, you know, an air ball. At the, it's it's never a fumble or an interception. It's it's slow. And gruesome, and you have this ability to shift from this guy has figured it all out, which wasn't this is this is a discredit to narrative, right? I'm not like crediting this. This is us getting carried away on both ends of the spectrum. To I I, I don't know if I trust this guy again with with a multi shot lead, and he's won multiple majors. I understand that. So it was it was a pretty dramatic shift, and 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 John Rahm shot sixty three. But like he won by he won by two shots, right? Like it wasn't like it was. He was up three.
0: He was up three (coughs) when Morikawa was on eighteen. Right,
1: right. Like he did. It was over when he put it out on eighteen. Right. He needed a little more than just shooting sixty three. I understand. Like he put a little pressure on him, but it was a lot of. uh, uh, Zainer used the c word. He said is a choke. Um, but things just started moving on Colin Moore College. and it was it well, was a dramatic. You look watch at and the Lexi Thompson is sometimes.
0: I mean, he bogeyed the a two hundred and ninety five yard par four
1: that, like, Touch you really all. Touch all. You
0: got it, and and here is the thing: all of them, it re- included, it just an atrocious three. shot. He bogeyed a par five that John Rahm hit an eight iron into nine iron, I think. I think it was a, nine, a nine. nine. He was 160. John Romp was 160. He made a bogey on that hole. And he bogeyed 16 too. It's just like those holes 14 and 15 had to be playing like at least a, over, over holes, a shot right? over a shot under par.
1: Three the easiest stretch of holes. Yeah. I don't know how you define that. But yes, three extremely easy ho- holes in a row. Uh you I know you're an architecture boy, but I love 15. If you like, I, I know it's not hard. It's like, whatever. You want to call it part four or part five, but that fall off, like, hey, that short crowd, that thing ran forever. Yeah, And I just got, guy, this guy's battling it. And like, look, they had that right front pin. I think it was front, but it was right. And he's like kind of hitting this, and he's, work, he's just battling it, right, at 15. He's battling about, off the team. How
0: about his, How about on 16 when he's taking the practice and they're just like taking <laughs> hacking divots
1: out? Asinger was quick. Like, oh, wow, the divots. Look at, look at those divots coming up on the practice. I mean, just calling it out like a hawk on top of every practice when I, I end that up. But that was that was cool. I thought that was cool architecture. Is like I know it's not a hard hole or, or as a par five, but he's like cutting this. I, it was a, a fairway wood of some sort or a hybrid. I forget what he hit, and like he played to the wrong side. Right, he, play, he was aggressive or he just hit a pitch. He hit a bad shot. You can't miss right, and it went way down. It, and like that's just cool, seeing how far away that got from the hole on a bad well. shot that was penalized.
0: It's one of the things that Kapalua does so well because there's these huge slopes, right, and there's short grass, and and the ball rolls. I, I mean, like I love that they were counting how long the ball rolled, but like <laughs> this is what we love about golf is with the best, sh- the best shit happens when the ball's on the ground rolling. <coughs> you know, right. that's what the coolest stuff is. That, you know, and this part of this kind of like part of my shot tracer take is like shot tracers, like so, like what's cool is the the ball rolling on the ground, and that's what. <sighs> you know is uh, you know it's way cooler i don't know
1: that's just my part of your shot tracer take it is i don't think that needs to be a part of your shot tracer take (laughs) i think two things can be shot tracer can be just fine ball rolling up on the (laughs) ground can be cool too but okay but
0: but that's the thing is like he missed right and it got accentuated he had a 40 yard pitch shot it was like you know the ball rolled far away because he hit a bad yeah. shot. And th- if this yeah. was the USGA at the U.S. Open, they would have put rough there, probably. Like you know, and it and that's what they do so many places. They constrict it and they keep the ball close to the hole. Hey, the hardest thing for pros <coughs> is when it gets further away. That's the big like proximity to the hole is so much more important than like you know than rougher or. or fairway grass
1: i don't want to go you know to disfiguring architectural intent but could they do that to 18 behind there like well you know how rob just kind of went into it and would that like kind of put some thought into guys minds of just ripping well, i mean i got the backboards on the right i guess but like, I don't know if that fell off into the ravine. That might be interesting. I'm not trying to I mean, I think that would be here, pretty hard for, like, regu- regular play. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, Good point. Good point. Know, there's
0: always a balance, right?
1: You know what I was thinking about today is they should make, four, is it 14, right? The Aeon Risk Reward Challenge, like, uh, 365 days a year. And just have the, the chops for the Aeon Risk Rewards, like, see what these <laughs> guys are Be more interested. Yeah. More interesting. From the uptees. Uh, um. All right, so Morikawa. So, like,
0: so you're you're buying the Morikawa? Worried about Morikawa closing?
1: I, 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 I yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, well, look, we're talking an hour and a half after it ended. I'm a little scarred by what I saw. Aren't you? 13, 14, 15? I, I don't see. Or, I, I'm sorry. 14, I
0: think he's got enough body of work that I'm not super worried but where i would point in your case is all the way back to like think about the colonial first tournament after covid with those putts he missed there right those were kind of gags aren't you i'm kind of i'm more
1: chipping i think i'm not
0: worried i'm not worried about colin all right this was a disastrous back nine this was like bryson's back nine at the u.s open when he shot 43 Yeah, this was his this was his disaster. I'm not like I have no grand proclamations. I wouldn't be shocked if if Colin Morcowell won the Masters, like I wouldn't be shocked if he went out, and won the first major of the year. I'm not worried about him. He's got one of the best resumes of a 25 year old we've ever seen in golf. And you know what? Like part this is part of golf. Like sometimes you don't get it done. And all of every person's expectations are completely blown out of the water because of Tiger Woods. And, like, is Morikawa flawed? Like, A, like, Morikawa's extraordinarily accurate off the tee, which makes him a good driver of the golf ball, and then he's one of the greatest iron players we've seen in the last 30 years, okay? But he's flawed. Like, in everybody, like, it's like he's just mediocre, on the greens, and when he puts well, he wins, right? That's like usually the yes. recipe is like, he, if you putt well, he wins. And the thing about it is, he's a flawed golfer, but everybody, almost everybody's a flawed golfer. The guy that beat him is probably the least flawed golfer of anyone in the sport, in John Rom. You know, maybe Rory and him <clears throat> are the two, like, mm-hmm. if, if you were gonna say, like, who are the two best players in the game, like, I think, I still think John Rom is the, is, probably the best player in the game, Rory or him would be who I'd go
1: with. Who would you want to see least? Like, this is a Zayner question. Who would you want to see least with the seven shot lead starting to make a move coming at you? I mean, ROM's up there. Like, look, this was a JT. This, I was, that was who I had. Cause I just feel like he has a demonstrable <laughs> record of doing that. And like, like he's, he gets like Clay Thompson unconscious kind of, you know, I, I think JT's the guy. But Rom is obviously one as well. And he pulled it off today. Largest. Was he down nine at one point? Right. I mean, it was seven for sure. He started with a bogey. Yeah, He was down down nine after he made the bogey. Right. Largest so comeback in, the, in this. Go ahead. In the top 10, like
0: Rory Scheffler. I think Cam Smith's kind of a flawed golfer. He's not. He's that T-ball can be squirrely driver. Right. Yeah. Patrick Cantley, he's pretty all around guy, but he hasn't done he hasn't won anything big, right? Like, you know, that's his flaw. he, you know, hasn't done anything big. Then you go, like Rom, really probably all around guy. Solid. Yeah. Um Zal Torres flawed. Xander, kind of all around player. He's like an all around player, but is he extraordinarily good at anything? Like, and that's where I would say like Cantley. And and Xander aren't extraordinarily great at anything. Versus every other guy on that list has like an ex- is a great skill. Yeah. And you get to JT, all around really great golfer. The putter can be a little bit of an issue. But then you go to Fitzy. Fitzy's, you know, Getting in that better. bucket of like all around like Getting, really yeah. solid everything, yeah. but nothing extraordinary. Hovland is. Flawed golfer and Morikawa is a flawed golfer. Like that's the thing. There's only a couple guys that don't have deficiencies. Rory yeah. last year had no deficiencies, but in years past we've seen him really struggle with approach play and, and putting. And
1: we're really splitting hairs here. Like but people don't get mad. Like with flaws, we don't mean they like suck at something. And extraordinarily means like you know we're we're talking about we're splitting hairs like upper upper echelon. But those flaws came out today. For Morikawa, I thought it was. I was I was taken by his well, a like whatever he spoke to the press class yeah, class rock no. bottom. Like, I was really taken by how punched in the gut he came across, um, and I don't mean to like make this into like a, a live thing or a competition or like because I thought that was a lot of bogus BS last year, but that clearly like meant something to him. It, it, it sounded like a guy who like blew a major because you work so hard. I worked so hard to put yourself to myself in that position, to put myself in these spots and just hit bad shots at the worst times. You know, he said he felt sadness. Like he just looked like shrunken. He really looked, I mean, of course he blew a big lead and he was down, but he's usually a little feisty maybe in moments like that or, or contentious. And he looked really beaten and, um, you know, the, the century is not the biggest event in the world, but I think it did mean something a lot to him and it meant a lot to John Rom. It was a lot as a real affirmation for him, too. Go ahead. I think one of the things, and I, I'm
0: very guilty of this, is like because of the tour scheduling and the way they kind of cram it down our throats, and then like sometimes like the broadcast and the TV product being so bad that it fails to give you. pop of a thing. At the end of the day, you know, and this is, I think, a a big point of golf, right? These guys to be to be one of these top 20 players in the world. Like you have to be like insanely driven. Like it takes a lot of work to be that. And I think especially with this new schedule where you're going to you're going to see these guys and they're the same guys are going to be like it's the best of the best. Winning Against the best of the best matters a lot to these guys. And the majors are clearly like the elevated things, but these, a lot of these guys I would characterize put in the bucket of like, they kind of hate to lose more than they love winning. And I think that's, you know, Morikawa is like a clearly a very special talent. He is. I have, I'm not really worried about this for him. I think this is a bump in the road, Right. Uh, but like, you know, I think what I took away from that is it underscores to me and reminds me how competitive these guys are. And, and it's just a, you know, you don't like losing, especially when, you know, you make the turn, you go into the back nine, you think it's over, you know? And I think that might, that could have been part of it is like, he just kind of like maybe lost focus a little bit and took his
1: foot off the gas a little. Maybe. Maybe the
0: line between... Those chips, I'm,
1: dude. The chips are... Dude, the short game would have me a little anxious on, on that, that, that part of it. I, this I, is going to sound at crazy. The time when the, the chips were down. But go ahead. The
0: difference between shooting 39 and shooting 32
1: is not that big. <laughs> it does sound crazy.
0: But it's like legitimately not that crazy. And, and it's like one of those things where you just like this thing, the, the trade started running down the track, the, the, and and there were no breaks, you know? Yeah. And everything went wrong. That could go wrong. He got into like, he got into the places that he least wanted to be the shots that he was least comfortable with all in like succession. And I'm not trying to be an apologist here. It was ugly. It was awful to watch, but, I think, like, I put this poll up on Twitter because I just was, like, curious about how people were feeling. I mean, and, hey, I might be wrong. I, you know, I, I, I'd say this about Morikawa, but, like, I have a completely different stance on Jordan Spieth, right? Like, this is, like, but yeah. this is... I haven't seen Colin Morikawa do this, like, and be irrelevant for four years, right? But I put the... the how, what type of cat is Colin up... And the majority, the the largest percentage <laughs> well, of votes, of is the house cat.
1: <laughs> well, they just saw him pull like Alexi Thompson. Like, they're, come they're on, just, the wounds are fresh. They're going to vote based off the you know the single kind of most recent issue. So, yeah, I you talk about competition and like hating to lose. I thought it was also critical. in Rom, like afterwards, he's like, "Yeah, man, I was pretty pissed." Like. Like, I was the best player in the world. I was number one. I was the lead dog. And then all of a sudden, Scotty Scheffler's number one and Rory's best. Like, I've been the best player in the world since, I, I don't I forget what he said, November, like October or September. Like, and I think, like, I needed to, to post more wins to show it. Like, I firmly believe that I was the best player in the world since whenever. I don't know, September or something. And, I don't know. He seems like kind of pissed about not at Scotty Scheffler or Rory or anybody for being better taking that from him at some point last year. And uh, yeah, he came out. He was pretty honest about it. He's like, say, hey, uh, Rob's great at the, you know, kind of evoking how he feels and, and talking you through it. But uh, and they also asked him, like, do you feel bad for Colin? He's like, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but no, I, 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 I don't know. It's I, I, I want to win. I want to win more than I want to, you know. Lose, I had obviously.
0: A, I had a buddy texting me about um a like fantasy golf thing. It's like a bid system, so you you know it's an auction. Yeah. So like you know it's a market for players, so you you can pay whatever to get whoever you want. And this this league had a two hundred dollar budget, and Rom went for one sixty four. <laughs> you know who went? Who what?
1: Ror, guess what? Rory went for uh like 125 130 or something like 110. that 110 110 okay i mean like you think about disparity how many about, guys like, do you disparity. have to pick like six guys okay. you have $200 budget so you
0: think okay. about like the disparity i think this like over the last 3 years rom's been the best player in the world if the world rankings were were based on 3 year performance there's no no doubt i i'd be curious what the points how the points would break down but yeah. Like in my I would be hard pressed to think that anybody else would be number one.
1: Yep. Right. Yep. So um,
0: listen like Rom Rom was like a very easy pick to like move up the rankings this year.
1: Yeah, of course. Yep. Very much. He's on his way already, sixty three, just punting well. Uh looks back to being I, I don't know that he ever fell off, but you know, maybe he wasn't at the elite standard he'd set in, in prior year. Um, hey, you talked about being house cats, house cat behavior. Uh, if you are a house cat type out there, looking to lounge around the house, be a little extra comfy, maybe oh, even good. cozy, you go to cozyearth.com and use the promo code FRIEDEGG for 35%, 35%. I know, no. no no uh, shade to Pryor and any other current partners. I think that's the largest mark by percentage that we've ever had. 35% off using the promo code FRIDEG at CozyEarth.com. Uh, these are elevated basics, not designated basics, they say in this copy, but elevated basics made to last. It's men's loungewear, features a variety of styles and colors that stand the test of time. Uh, it's all season versatility perfect for layering in the colder months and worn on its own during the warmer months. Uh, I, as you noted, I think last week, this is a perfect Valentine's day gift for a significant other. They have uh, bath towels, bedding. They have women's loungewear, women's like, I don't know. It's beyond lounge, like joggers. I don't know what category that fits into, but stuff you can wear outside the house, and you're not ashamed of it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's extremely comfortable. It's, I mean, it's this, from is, this, this is this coast of bamboo. So comfy yeah. stuff.
0: This is stuff that you could go from like, I threw this on right first thing in the morning to the grocery store or to whatever and be totally fine. You could be lounging on, on the couch. You know, th- this is the best weekend t- stuff to wear, you know, or if yeah. you work from home, this is ideal for work from home. I can right. maybe
1: coach basketball in these things. Like I get up and I go. I have basketball games all day. I wouldn't be ashamed to do that. Even so, like you can go and do stuff all day Saturday. Um, my, my
0: wife was perusing the website the uh-oh. other night. Uh oh. I was like, you got that thirty five
1: percent discount.
0: Well, she started. She f- found herself on, looking at the comforters, and I was like, oh, we better. <laughs> we might need to trade ad space for the
1: comforters. <laughs> Use the promo code Friday to get 35% off. It seems like a good good time of year, whether it's gifting for Valentine's Day or just, I don't know, lounging around inside when it's crappy outside. Uh, go to CozyEarth.com, promo code Friday, 35% off. Um, what else do you want to clean up from uh, the only event of the week? The Century TOC. Uh, I, I'm I- shocked that you're not at all scared about Colin Morikawa. At all, like with the. I'm I'm not an ambulance chaser, Brendan. I'm not suggesting you chase ambulances. I think there'd be a little seed of doubt on the chipping. I, you know who's not doing well tonight? The chipmunk, as he's been branded by one (laughs) follower, Parker McLaughlin, the chipmunk. Um, who is? Un- incredibly got an exemption in the so- sponsor's exemption to Sony. So he's on. Uh, I think they got a call for a press conference. PJ tour comms has to set him up with a press conference. We need to demand answers about what happened with Colin Morikawa on Sunday night with the chipmunk Parker McLaughlin. It seems like maybe, maybe the he's
0: in, in a regression state of, you know, you go to coach and sometimes you get worse before you get better. Maybe that's <laughs> the process with the chipmunk. Listen with Morikawa, like, there's two ways to look at this, right? I'm not I'm not it was ugly. It was an awful back nine, but I'm going to chalk that up as like, you know what? That was just like kind of like a uh, a fluky back nine. And I'm going to go with like for 63 holes, he blew out the rest of the best players in the world. And that's what I'm go I'm like I'm going to put more stock in the first 63 holes than I am in that's that That's probably back sensible.
1: Nine. He went 86 holes I think without a bogey. And Listen. First one, on 14.
0: For me to turn on somebody like Morikawa with what he's done, there needs to be a pattern of shittiness. There needs to be a pattern like of getting eviscerated by Jason Kokrak on a Sunday, or <laughs> you know, dropping to 90th in the world rankings. And before I'm going to be like, you know what, this isn't. He's not the same guy. Huh. This is this is golf. Sometimes you have like this stuff happens. It's it's hard to win and you know, I this is one where it's going to be kind of one of those it's not always, as hard like, when
1: you're up 7.
0: No. No, this is an awful loss. But at the same time, I think you can take or a step it? back and look at it and be like, you know what? I was I a was 7 up with 9 holes to play on the best players in the world and there's only maybe <sighs> How many guys could be in that position that Morekau was in? How many guys are there yeah. in the world?
1: Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you can count them on two hands, maybe one, like it can't lay would be one, maybe Xander. You know, I was thinking Xander kind of did this like whatever it was 3 years ago. It wasn't mm-hmm. this big, of a, but when remember he played Pat Reed, right? I think it was Patrick Reed, but he or he kind of blew a tire in a similar way coming in. And I just wonder like is this, you know, it's obviously Zainer would say Sunday pressure is a different animal. So it's Sunday. It's a combination of sort of uh, the ability for guys ahead to put a bunch of birdies on the board. I think uneven lies, you know, some of that stuff comes out, especially around the green too. Um, yeah. It's it's not the easiest place maybe to close. Uh, but yes, this was a big one to be blown away. Can um, I,
0: can I bring I feel up bad for him. I
1: just want to say, I feel bad for him that, that press conference. Like, I don't usually feel bad for millionaire golfers, but, he was dejected. Really, I, I hurt for him. So, go ahead. What do you want to bring up?
0: All right, since we since this tournament is just completely lost all of its identity, we've changed the rules. We've moved the goalposts around. I don't know if it's, it's lost not,
1: all its. I think it's got a pretty strong identity. I thought that was great product and not too far was. from what we're used to.
0: It was amazing. All right, it was a great yeah. tournament. But like now, that it's not the tournament of champions. Right. This is it's okay. not the tournament mostly of champions cham- anymore. It's tournament mostly champions. It's time time to time to boot out the all, uh, opposite field guys. If they don't belong here, <laughs> if you win an opposite field event, you don't get a go. It's it's not it's just not they aren't it's not the get same. That. It's only it's only going to get worse with these elevated events. So, I mean, if come you go on. To, scroll take a, take a Ryan scroll Bram. down to, take a scroll down to the bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> See what you find. You know what you find? You find a bunch of guys that won opposite field events. Ramey, be
1: there should be RSM was fencing, <laughs> which is an opposite field event in my eyes. Brem, Brem's right there. Chaz is barracuda. Chaz. What and then? Keegan, I mean, Mul- the Molnax was twenty eighth. Keegan okay. won something uh, of
0: substance. Molnack, uh, safe. It was not Keegan wasn't safe but but is twenty eighth, and he was he was uh, the Barbasol. other opposite. Barbasol, so
1: Kentucky, yeah. There yeah. you go. That that we got to get them out of here. Well, I, come on. I mean, they're not going to be in the elevated events a lot of times. Is it? Uh, I guess. So what? You're not like going you to nobody. That at the There's 38 guys in the field. Why do we have to k- kick
0: them out? Here's here's what I would propose: kick those guys out. Bring in
1: the Rolex Series winners from the European Tour. Okay, the Rolex event winners. Yeah, whatever there are five or six Rolex events. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boot. <clears throat> Boot these guys out. That's not a bad idea. They get over to Maui if they want, but you're gonna get, they to go one to two
0: Which way that. do you think you'd fly to Maui from Europe? Do you go over? I'm sure Asia? there's a I I or do you I'm sure it's not all that all big all a coin around. toss.
1: I bet it's not that big a coin toss, and we're just making out more than you know than it needs to be. Are you going Where'd, to Google that right now? Looks like I am. you're typing. God, just getting us off track here. When, um, which
0: way do you think? Where do you want me to fly from?
1: <clears throat> London london to this is great great podcasting
0: <laughs> well talk about something else I'll, no i get back to you.
1: i think i just don't think you can eliminate like it's not that big a deal I, I just it doesn't matter getting rid of opposite field events it would do it would put a big dent in our mr irrelevant segment that we want to start doing every year and we're like we're we've hit those out of the park on two occasions now right Well, maybe not seamus power kind of put you in a body bag on your first call but we need those opposite field of guys to do our mr irrelevant segment
0: it looks like you go you go over the states to get there
1: yeah of course there's no way you know how big like like asia and everything is go you know russia that's big that's a lot of land you're going to new york you're going through san francisco then you're coming to hawaii you're coming that way That's just not even a question there's no way, unless you are coming from like Bratislava or somewhere deep in the continent in Europe. I don't think you're ever going east, ever. All right, let's see, Bratislava,
0: <laughs> Bratislava. You're still going, yeah, west, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think from Dubai you go east.
1: All right. Well, now you're moving the goalposts. Yeah. Now you're getting farther. You pretty soon you're going to be asking me, "What if you're in Tokyo? Are you coming east or west? You're moving the goalposts.
0: This is a forty-two, it's a forty-hour
1: flight from Dubai. I think so. Yeah, thirty-four-hour flight. I don't want to be in Dubai and have to play the TOC. The next. I mean, week.
0: how many days are you losing? Or are you gaining them yeah. when you fly back? That's got to be. Sound do worth you lose it. two days?
1: Doesn't sound worth it. Unless you go like December 27th, like a lot of these guys seem to do. Um, we got to get out to this event. I'm, I think I'm going to try and go next There's year. a lot of media there this week. There was a lot of media there. I wonder what's going on there. Is there some sort of designated, like, you know, you know, I don't know, purse or something. How did everybody get out there? Um, all right. Everybody decided to splurge, give their favorite writer a, a nice week in in
0: Maui. I know. That's One, you know? a pretty it's good gig a, if you can get it. Just good good media companies. Nicer media companies than uh than yeah, fried come on. egg. Yeah, come on. <laughs> sure.
1: um, what was your favorite moment for Zayner? Suggesting you go see Ali Ollie? Ollie? Yeah, I think that I mean the Touch intes- them all.
0: intestinal fortitude. <laughs>
1: He, t- he put Norman in a body bag. He started comparing it to Norman on the back nine. Choke job like Greg Norman. He signed off <laughs> talking about how this is Colin because he plays for real championships. This is what happens. The pressure does to you, not just money. Um, yeah, Sunday pressure is a different animal. Talk- what he about was just he just kept dealing. talking about how his bowed left wrist is a problem? Brandle yeah. is doing the forward shaft lean thing that Colin, this is going to be a thing because he has forward shaft lean,
0: What? Know. The guy's got two majors. He's 25.
1: Something for the chipmunk to sort out at Sony this week. What the... So, uh, overall, the Zainer was amusing, but at all seriousness, I thought he was refreshing to have. But the the TV product, the golf product, it was great. It feels like... They're giving a damn a little bit more about this. And and I don't want to, you know, there's a lot of people talking about Phil was right and they gave Liv a lot of credit for changes that were made to the tour. But it does feel like a little bit of a threat um, has forced the tour to, has hastened some changes. I don't know that you, we can say that, that is the direct cause and maybe these would have happened slowly over time or not. Um It does feel like lives Haste like forced them to give a damn, both the networks, both the PGA tour doing the not, you know, maybe they sought out a brand to give us commercial free. Maybe they brought in the drone to, 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 Hey, what was with the airborne sound? Not to go all Andy, but that was so loud. Did you not hear that? My wife made a comment. Like, what is all that noise? It was like an airplane. No, it wasn't the drone. I don't know if they had a chopper up in the air. The entire time, it was so loud on the broadcast. The whole time, just this airplane or chopper circling around. It was very distracting. This is this is kind of your beat between the Blimp Gate and you know the other airplanes' interference uh, at the Masters. But it was so loud. But it just felt like the, the the PGA Tour and maybe NBC, whoever, has been forced to give a little bit more of a damn about the product as it's presented to the fans and not just. Our partners, our players, and all the other stakeholders. Cause it was a great, uh, it was a great show. I, I, I really, I loved the drone. Did you like the drone as a drone operator yourself? Did you feel like that yeah, added anything? I think anything? there's,
0: I think it's really hard. It's, you know, you could do that there cause there's so few fans. I'd be interested yeah, to see like how you sure. can use it that way with, with the, with trees and fans, right? You know, yeah. like I think the venue and, and the lack of fans really, um, you know, allows for, for the, the, you know, use of these. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why I, I don't, I think that golf would be a better t- TV product without fans Um, because you can do more <laughs> stuff like this. Right. Um yeah. But yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought the telecast was good. I mean, the, the hour, we always talk about this whenever we get te- uh, uh, a free hour without commercials. It's, you know how much better golf gets when there isn't, you know, six commercial breaks per hour or eight commercial breaks per hour. It just, you know, it's so much easier to tie storylines together. I do. I still really, really think like I, I, every week I watch golf. I'm more, I'm in on adding somebody to the booth. I think it, you you know, like, all right, Dan Dan Hicks, like is great. Like they're both Dan Hicks is great. You know, Zinger is got, has his moments
1: zinger's great doses right is that what? Yeah, is? yeah but yeah
0: one of the things is like hicks can toss it to zinger and zinger can say something but there's no like hicks can't be like yeah like when i play you know like there's no ability when you throw somebody else in that booth with zinger there can be more of a commentary b- back and forth which is what golf needs because there's so much dead time what happens is it ends up being like we just fall back on these crutches like pressure you know and the and these absurd things but it wouldn't that wouldn't happen if there was an <clears throat> added voice in the booth that could take some of the time the load i mean we're talking load management here for yeah. for
1: zinger right yeah get getting an extra body out there maybe a you know a stretch four or something three and d guy that he can occasionally lean on so um all right i think that maybe does it's it. facts do you have anything else on this tournament of champions anything else in your notes we we covered it pretty. i well. wrote that some was, more
0: stuff on the in the newsletter what about okay. jj
1: spawn's uh, shirt i don't care the 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 attention and ru ha around it did not interest me what about it? I do think untucked shirt with pants generally looks dopey. Now, I opinion, think the shirt—the
0: shirt was meant for Ricky. That was that's that Ricky's, totally. It was a Puma Ricky's deal. Up.
1: Yes, it was a button-down <laughs> Puma deal untucked. Yes, but Ricky's and, and not that, available. That
0: would look that would look a lot better if Ricky was wearing it. The JJ Spawn. <laughs> that's my
1: my two cents. Uh, well, I like JJ Spawn. I like him too. <laughs>
0: This is not a shot at JJ
1: Spawn. You got anything else? Fine. I couldn't believe it. was. It was a great Sunday night. It just came together. Golf Twitter was, I saw someone tweeted, like, golf Twitter was, like, bucking its head, or somebody said they were having, like, it was just a fun deal, and, you know, Kyle Morikow, of course, sort of had to provide the drama for, you know, he was the one that suffered for it, but it was just a really great opener for the PGA Tour. If, I, if I'm, I don't know living behind the mode. I'm pretty happy with the way things went. Although it does sound like officially the Jay Monahan confirmed. I saw Dylan Desher share tweeted that it is designated events and that's what we're gone with. This is the name of these things. Desi- so.
0: de- you can easily designate it to the assignment if it doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's hey, it. I wrote, I wrote something for the newsletter. I'm not going to give you my stance, but it's, it's titled is, is Hoagie elite. This is Tom Hoagie elite.
1: Oh, it's just like a Joe Flacco elite type thing, but yeah. we're just applying it to Tom Hoagie, who's on his way to L.A. Watch the Horn Frogs on Monday. Did you see that? That was mm-hmm. catnip, catnip easily. He's going, you know, Hawaii, L.A., back to Hawaii to watch. You think TCU wins? No, might not. Yeah,
0: I mean, Michigan played about the worst game I think you could possibly play, and they almost beat TCU. I mean, they gave away so many points. I'm not trying to be a football analyst when I'm not a football analyst, but yeah. you know, the, uh, I, I, OSU should have won that game against Georgia. That was, oh yeah. That's a great news. Screwed by yeah. Marvin Harrison getting hurt that they had, they would have won by two touchdowns if Marvin, Marvin Harrison.
1: Didn't wow. Get hurt. Wow. You can have Brian Harmon and your DMS pissed off. Georgia, now. Georgia Hudson got Schlaffer, outclassed. The other they got, were outclassed. Yeah. They got Honestly, outclassed. Shroud was insane. He was obviously Harrison was as well. All right. Start with football talk. We ended with football talk from what you a week think? and a half ago. Do you think
0: tcu has got No, chance?
1: I don't think so. It's just, I, I, I would think love it's going to be them. a
0: complete clunker.
1: Yeah. I would I love I think the for them national to.
0: championship game was OSU, Georgia. I hope TCU gets in my ass and I hope it's good game.
1: But. Yeah, you think they call J.J. You know how they have um, you know, <laughs> honorary captains and some distinguished notable alumni. You think they have like J.J. J. Henry come out for the coin toss. There he is. The fans just puzzled with this guy in purple. Do uh, you think he's gone? He's got to be gone. Somebody. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. J.J. Henry's got to be gone. There's, I would be shocked if he's not there. So I mean, this is insane. It's great. It's They were like under 500 last year. I think they were 201 to get to the title game. It's a great story. I just, I don't know. I don't, I I, I would love for them to win or play it close. I don't think it's going to be close, but Tom Hoagie will be there. We know that much. So. Is Hoagie elite? Is Hoagie elite? Subscribe to the Friday newsletter. Find out more on that question that everyone in the world is asking themselves on this Sunday and Monday, Sunday night and Monday morning. Uh, All right. We'll talk to you guys Wednesday. Thanks again for your continued support of the podcast. Uh, See you then.